There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male or female. For you are one in Christ Jesus. Hello, friends. Welcome to yours, mine, and ours. Stories of faith and life. Stories are like windows to people's deepest self and inner life. Through our stories, we share who we are and what God has done and is doing in our lives. Thanks to our guest, we will have a fantastic opportunity of listening to funny, engaging, and profound stories of regular people, like you and me, in their journey with Jesus. Don't miss it out and join us. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Yours, Mine, and Ours, Stories of Faith and Life. Today, I have a, another wonderful guest. Her name is Jacqueline, which is interesting because I don't know how many people would recognize her right away with the name. But anyway, she was born in Canada, something that I didn't know about it. Uh, however, she had... Uh, lived in other places, and we will talk about it uh, later. Um, she is finishing her studies at uh, uh, McLeod Adult Education Center or school, something like that. Uh, she has three girls. She's married. She has two sisters. Uh, that's going to be nice to ask maybe for some interesting stories over there. And <laughs> she has been connected to our church for 11 years already. She loves to sing and we all enjoy to uh, to see and hear her voice. And, and also she said that recently she's enjoyed uh, plants, gardening or some sort of that. So... She is uh, Jackie Heaver. Jackie, Jackie. Oh, I always have problem with that pronunciation. So, Jackie, welcome here. Thanks. Thank you for um, uh, giving us a little bit of your time. So, uh, to get to know you a bit better, uh, what can you tell us about yourself? What do you like about yourself, Jackie? Oh, well, that's always a hard <laughs> it is. question. I know. Um, uh, I would say that I'm a very passionate person. And uh -huh. when I do something, uh, when I've set my mind to something, uh -huh. then I'm all in. And I, I don't do things halfway. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you ever had a nickname or something like that? Uh, no, I, if anything, it was just, uh, yeah, full name is Jacqueline. And so we just, it's shorter to say Jackie. So yeah. we just went over to Jackie, but that's it. When, when do you use your kind of legal name? Oh, maybe when you travel. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just when I travel or if I know that, you know, the, I've had to put in my information that way uh -huh. and that they'll recognize my name that way. Otherwise, Pretty much just one of my sisters who uh, ah, oh. tends to call me Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. So, Jackie, if, if you have all the money of the world, what wow. places uh, would you like to travel and why? I've always had a thing for Australia. I really? would love to see Australia. Okay. and. Uh, 
even though I've heard in a lot of ways, at least in certain parts of it, it's a lot like Paraguay where I've okay. been. And so, um, but I don't know, something about it has always fascinated me. Uh, growing up, we loved the movie Crocodile Dundee. Maybe yeah, it's that. I, remember I, don't, that. I don't know, but I've always, I've always loved anything so Australia. I can, I can say that we are pretty much the same generation here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what do you like uh, uh, of Australia? Like uh, the animals, the landscape? Because it has also such a diverse, uh, like there's True. different parts of it that are so different. Yes. But yeah, and there's so many different kinds of animals and very neat kinds of animals. I guess things that we don't really see here uh -huh. very much. True. They have a pretty diverse uh landscape thank you thank you for telling us uh that what things or activity you like to do to relax um uh i love to watch movies oh and what kind of movies any genre in oh, particular uh lots of different kinds <laughs> but uh i do like a good action movie as long as it's not too harsh not too, too gory too bloody <laughs> yeah but okay. uh, i do like a good action movie And dramas too, but I'm a crier, so sometimes it can be kind of tiring because <laughs> I cry at everything. But uh, and definitely comedies, and yeah, our girls love to watch uh, like Marvel movies. We oh, love to watch yeah. those together because that has the action, yes, and the and the comedy kind of into nice. it. Nice, so good, good. Do you have any favorite? And, uh, okay, go ahead first. Oh no, I was just gonna say, and otherwise. Yeah, you know, spending some time outdoors. Oh, yeah. A walk or so. Do you have any favorite Marvel superhero? Oh, I don't know if I've gotten a favorite yet. I've just <laughs> kind of started it this last year that we watched, okay. started watching the Marvel movies. So, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I do really like Captain America. Okay. He's one of my favorites. And also Iron Man, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And do you have any favorite actor, maybe? Not necessarily from Marvel, but... I don't know if I could think of a particular one. Uh -huh. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing those kind of things. I mean, these kind of questions are a little bit of a window of who we are too, you know? It tells us yeah. a little bit about um, our likes and things like that. So, Jackie, at some point, uh, I didn't know that you were born in Canada, but at some point you moved to Paraguay. Yeah. What can you tell us about that place where you... Uh, spend perhaps your teenagers days i feel like it's uh like i have two home countries because okay i don't know if i could even pick which place to live because uh i do love both places uh -huh. um the transition from here to there at that time was, right. was very difficult I didn't feel a lot of times like i fit in mm -hmm. and uh, i think that kind of strengthened Um, my bond to my sisters mm -hmm. and my family more because at that time there weren't many that had been to Canada and had come back. Oh. And so I felt a lot of times like uh, they didn't understand just different uh, sense of humor, different yes. tastes and music yeah. and things. So yeah, it, it was difficult. And yet I made, had so many good experiences there uh -huh. that um, just, I do love it there too. Okay. Well, there, there is always this kind of friction a little bit between cultures, you know, when you yeah. move from one place to another, even if it's in the same country. Mm. You know, if you move from one region to another region, you can feel the difference. People 
yeah. people speak the same language, but culturally they they behave a little bit different, and their yeah. assumptions and worldviews also change, right? So that's interesting. Yeah. Do you know why uh, your parents uh, felt? Uh, the need or the call to to go to Paraguay? Uh, well, it was uh, mostly medical reasons. Oh, okay. uh, my dad, he works with wood here. Uh-huh. He always did. Uh, and uh, he developed a, I guess, uh, like an asthma, which was triggered by oh. cedar wood. And that was that was all he could do. And so he, he had the choice to either, it got so bad that he had the choice to either change his profession or right. to... Uh, do something somewhere else. So we moved uh-huh. uh, there and he, you know, we had a cattle ranch and he always loved that there too. So. Okay. Yeah. And what was the biggest challenge at school for you? Because you were at school age at that point, right? Oh, just all different rules. I didn't know anybody there. Okay. And um, I mean, I spoke well, high German. So that was, that helped. Okay. But there was either the tendency to put, you know, anybody who came from Canada, either put them on a pedestal that oh. like everybody knew me and I was automatically the most popular girl. And I just didn't even know why. <laughs> and I didn't understand that. Okay. Or they would kind of look down on you like you don't know anything. And right. You're kind of like a gringo, like <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You're, you don't you know, belong you come here. from Canada, right. you're made of money and you've oh, never worked a day okay. in your life kind of thing. So oh, it was kind I of see. a... Yeah. And either or, so right. It was the polarity, yeah. no nothing in between, right? Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like, and, and it was hard at first to make friends. But and how did you uh, integrate it uh, to that new culture and challenges at the same time? Uh, it's tough, especially when you you are in that transitional age. I would say, right? Yeah, I was kind of, I guess, just thrown in, and you know. Everybody else was in my family was kind of doing their own thing. So I just had to kind of do my own thing and, uh-huh. and kind of take a chance. And I've told our girls a couple of times how uh-huh. I've had to, how I just had to get on a bike and go to somebody's house. Just, right. Just seeing if they would hang out with me. And <laughs> it was very awkward. Okay. But, uh, you know, at some point you make those connections and then right. you make friends. It, it, it's hard at first and yeah very awkward but you know it, it gets better yeah true speaking about friends do you have any friend let's say kind of close friend still from there even you are living now in canada mm-hmm. uh, i have one that i try to stay in contact uh-huh. with um and she was always kind of my best friend besides my sister my sister okay. was my best friend but but uh yeah she we still try to keep in contact, but it, it is harder. Yeah, sure. Well, you you are one of the lucky ones who uh, has uh, her parents alive, and they live in Winnipeg, and, and sometimes they yeah. travel to Paraguay as well. To all my guests so far, I have asked the same question, because I think your family matters. Your family shapes who you are today. And of course, there are not perfect family. I know. I mean, I, I don't come from a perfect family. So, and that's all right. Mm-hmm. However, there are good things uh, in our families as well. So what would you say are the crucial, perhaps some of the crucial things that your dad or your mom talked to you uh, for life? That you, you would say, you know, I, I stick to this because I think this is important. When it starts to go about my family, I could go on all day. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I love my family. And uh, I, if my kids would love and respect me as much as I love my parents, then I've done well. Okay. <laughs> they, something that was always very important to my dad. And it's one of those things that he would say uh-huh. that, you know, as a kid, it goes almost in one ear out the other. You don't quite get what he <laughs> says, but he was, it was so important to him that we learn to think think oh. well like he he would always say in low german we should learn to think yeah and i guess he meant he wanted us to think critically uh-huh. about things and have our own opinions not right. just what he told us or what somebody else tells us but to learn to think critically and that has later now growing up, it, it hits me over and uh-huh. over again, how important that was and how he valued also our opinion, right. even though we were younger and uh, he would, he still sometimes asks me, what do you think about this and this? And he, nice. and that always, it means a lot. Like he doesn't always agree with me and sure, he'll say course. that. And, and, uh, and so I always valued that a lot, that but my the, dad taught us that. There is room for the conversation. And I think that's that's yeah. important, the important thing, right? The yeah. important aspect, having room for dialogue and conversation. And sometimes, okay, yeah, it's okay to disagree, you know, within the yeah. family. Good oh, for yeah. you. And what what are one of, or what is one of the features that you like the most about your mom, for example? I think uh, just um, teaching us what it's what it is to be a woman, oh, and to carry ourselves with dignity uh-huh. and grace, uh-huh. and and how it is to support your husband. Okay, has always meant a lot to me. Okay, well, at some point of your life, I don't know if your parents. Uh, decided to move to Canada with you or you said you know what I'm done with Paraguay <laughs> I'm moving back <laughs> to Canada how, how was that experience who, who who chose what who chose to move uh well I met uh my husband there oh. and we got married okay and then uh his some of his family had moved here uh-huh. and uh so we decided it would we were still young and you know, we've been married about a year and uh-huh. we thought, well, if we're going to go to Canada, let's do it now. And so I, I brought him here. <laughs> so Jackie, for you, what can you tell me about why you are a follower of Jesus? I think, uh, I guess it starts by you know, being raised in the uh-huh. church and my parents uh, bringing me to church and teaching me uh, about Jesus. Right. You know, at some point you do come to a, uh, having to find your own faith. Uh-huh. And um, as a teenager already, I, I always knew that I wanted the kind of life that my parents had and uh-huh. and, and that it was around the faith. Right. And so after having a little bit of a tough time at, you know, as a teenager, right. and uh, uh, I, I made the decision to follow Jesus. Okay. And um, later, um, when going through a really difficult time mm-hmm. later in my life, mm-hmm. had, that really started to solidify. And Jesus showed up, and uh, I realized that He was very personal oh, to me okay. as well, and okay. not not just it, up until then. I guess it felt more like. He was very far away. Okay. And uh, 
uh, later on, I realized that uh, it was more of a personal thing. And uh, to me, that is uh, the teachings in the Bible mm-hmm. and just the, the Christian viewpoint that right. is, to me, the only thing that really makes sense and the thing mm-hmm. that I can hold on to in this world. How young were you uh, when you made that decision? Uh, when I was 14 and uh, I was baptized, uh, I think I was almost 16 when I was baptized. Oh, where did yeah. you were baptized in Paraguay? Yeah. Okay. How, do you remember anything special about it? Um, what I really loved was uh, after I made the decision uh-huh. uh, to follow Jesus, then uh, we had uh, these... It was like a discipleship group of girls. Uh And we had one, uh, our leader, she was kind of like a cool aunt. And she she kind of took us under her wing. And uh, she was one of the kinds of ladies who knew what she believed. And she had been through a lot in her life. She had Uh rebelled very much when she was young. And she had come back to the faith. And so she had studied. And she knew what she believed and why okay. she believed it. And she was not afraid to say that. Okay. And uh, she was not afraid of the hard questions. Right. And we had, we ended up doing that discipleship group. And then she's like, we have such a good group. Can't we continue? Do you guys want to do a Bible study? And at that time, there were only Bible studies for grownups. There was nothing. But she's oh, like, let's still do it. Uh-huh. So she kind of like just adjusted it a little bit. Sure. And we went through, I think, quite a few books uh-huh. together. And uh, yeah, so when I was the first of that group to get baptized, and they were all there. And oh, uh, beautiful. Later, when I got married, they were all there. And yeah, that was kind of our sisterhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you already said that there was this woman who played a significant role in your faith journey. So the next question is is related to this, and you can think about the present or the past, uh, but in your life, who has helped you the most in your journey with Jesus? Um, well, besides her, uh, I think she was like one of the f- biggest ones at uh-huh. that time, at least. And, uh-huh. and uh, otherwise, um, definitely my, my parents, mm-hmm. um, just showing me even in just everyday things, that uh, that the that the faith wasn't just for on Sunday. Okay. That it was in every part of our life. Right. Showing in if it was in nature or if it was in just our relationships. Uh-huh. That that he was the the point of all of it. You have told me as well that there had been some tough seasons or moments in your life when or or where have you seen god that god is at work or had been at work in your life yeah uh when i guess uh most people in our church know my story a bit of that uh we went through a difficult time it's about 12 years ago when mm-hmm. my husband had a stroke and uh in all of that at the beginning you don't see anything good that could come of something like that and how through these little things how later on my perspective has changed or how he has shown me that through it all his hand was in all of it that you know from the small things to where we were when it happened Mm -hmm. um and the people around us and just you know that we had just bought a house if we hadn't had 
just bought a house. We might have never gotten a house. Right. And just so many things that he was there. I don't know. It, he really, and it changed not just our life, but the lives around us as well. Yeah. Um, our whole family mm-hmm. going into deeper and deeper faith, searching more mm-hmm. and, and him showing up every single time right. to help us through every need that we had. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty, I think, or part of the beauty of the community of faith. Sometimes we have this kind of expectation that God should show up in person or should make incredible miracle or some fantastic thing just to to show us that God is with us. But usually it's God is present in the Mm -hmm. community and in the community. Uh, in the life of the community shows shows up and, yeah. and and show grace and generosity and and compassion and support and care and and I think that is something we today as christians we we need to recover and remember perhaps you know uh yeah. come back to the basics of why we are here why why we we believe what we believe right uh yeah. and, and why we follow jesus and and in some way or another, the community can help us to get a better understanding of who God is. And I, mean, I sense that that was more or less your your experience. Yeah, just uh, I think it also pushed us into um, seeing or not just, um, it's hard to explain, but uh, our own Mennonite way of thinking uh-huh. and seeing that he could do a miracle Uh but just because it didn't happen the way we thought it would happen right or that we wished it to happen he still could Mm -hmm. but that we don't need to wait for that that there are different kinds of miracles going on that we that are maybe way more important than the physical how or where do you anchor in those moments i guess uh, facing that new situation, facing that your loved one uh, is changing because of stroke. I, I just imagine that at the beginning there might be many questions and doubts and a lot of emotions, you know, <laughs> at the same time. It, it, it's like, a, it, it, we say this in English, you know, it's, it's like a mess. It's like a bad season. Everything mm-hmm. comes together in a bad way. At some point, and life has those moments for us all, yeah. right? Internally, how did you cope? How did you uh, grow stronger and stronger? There were times where I I, I had very little hope. I, I uh-huh. guess I felt like now my life should be over because I uh-huh. mean I was young. Like, who asks for? It seemed like this was something that was supposed to happen. Like. 50 years down the road uh-huh. when, when our life was uh, going to be coming to an end, not at the beginning when we had so much left that we wanted to do. Right. And it seemed like a death sentence that this was never going to get better and, and that there would never be anything good anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was um, all the dreams that you have. Yes. Uh, just, seeing them come crashing down and realizing Uh that they are most likely forever gone, but uh, a lot of prayer and uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of questions, Mm -hmm. but 
um, taking hold of the hope that God is faithful. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that that He doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. To me, sorry, no, no. Uh, to me, that's a profound, profound way of coping because you you need to anchor your life somewhere. And for some people, when they are in the tough seasons, they they don't know what to do, uh, and they they panic or or just get more confused, which is understandable. But yet, you, you chose a different path. What I see is that in, in that path, you have been able to even to accept the reali- reality that sometimes there are questions that never will be answered. Yeah. And, and, and that, that speaks a lot about maturity, you know, in, in life. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, and, and actually, you, you say a little bit about this next, next question, but uh, let me ask you anyway, what, what do you do to cultivate your spiritual life? Oh, we have a visitor. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, I have committed now this last year to actually read the Bible, you know, from the whole Bible. From cover to, to cover. Go through. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, actually, in uh, chronologically. Oh, okay. So I always felt like I had read the Bible a lot, uh-huh. uh, usually book by book. But um, a lot of times, especially with the Old Testament, I felt like I didn't quite get the the timeline okay. of how things happened and when things were or oh, where. Okay. And so I found that this has helped a lot. And even just, I was so kind of nervous about reading uh-huh. uh, or reading Leviticus and numbers <laughs> <laughs> thinking that they would be so hard to get through but it was I found it so much more interesting than uh-huh. I thought it was okay. and and even all the laws and to really reflect on them the reasons why okay. the laws were there so that uh-huh. was has really opened up my eyes so th- they haven't been uh, so boring <laughs> oh no not at all cool is there any Bible character yeah, you may say, you know what, I, I identify a lot with this one in particular? Oh, I thought about this for quite a while because uh-huh. I had a couple right away come <laughs> up to, in my mind. Uh, but I would say, in, to, in if I think about all of them, probably David, King David. Oh, why? Because, uh, well, first of all, he loves music and uh-huh. I love music. Uh-huh. But, but also, he's also very passionate. And I always think of the story of where the Ark of the Covenant is coming back to Jerusalem and he dances right. with all his might before the Lord. And I, what maybe a lot of people don't know is as much as I love to sing, I love to dance just as much, if not more. Oh, Dancing is a huge passion of mine that I love, but it's never, especially <laughs> among the Mennonites, it's not a big thing. I'm I, I've curious about like it I had to, I've always had to like keep that on the down low <laughs> i don't know okay but uh so yeah i always feel like that was so something so much what i would do uh-huh. is and maybe the thing i look forward to most in heaven is to dance with all my might before the oh. lord and not feel ashamed <laughs> 
Good. That 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 is really interesting and, and and new for perhaps for many of us actually when we listen to to you. Um, <laughs> and and at some point while you were in Canada here, how how did you get connected to our congregation? Oh yeah, just like the the first years growing up till I was eleven, so uh -huh. we moved to Paraguay. We were always part of Springfield Heights. Okay. Yeah, my parents were married in Springfield Heights, uh -huh. so. I grew up there, and uh, and then later when we moved here, when my husband and I moved here, right. it was first on the list. I'm like, we're going back to Springfield, and and that just felt like home. And and here you are still. <laughs> yep. Do you have more family at Springfield Heights? This this is always to be a tricky questions because I'm one of the pastors here, but still is such a difficult thing for me to make the connections. The yeah. Mennonite game. I, I can't <laughs> yet. Well, my parents are still uh, there yes. as well as Springfield uh -huh. Heights. And uh, and then I have an uncle and aunt, uh, quite a few uncle and aunts, uh, uh, Leifi and Hilda Unrau. That's my dad's yeah. sister. Okay. So, and then their daughter, Sandra. Yeah, also. sure. And uh, then I have John and Annie Kaler are my uncle and aunt. Really? That's new from for me, my see? mom's side. Okay. That's my mom's brother. Okay. And I'm trying to think if there are more. I'm pretty sure there are yet maybe some more, but maybe further further down the Mennonite tree. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to me to observe how many family ties there are in, in our congregation. I'm becoming better, <laughs> yeah. but still not 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 quite. <laughs> we have seen you many times. I actually Uh, since I came to Springfield Heights, I've seen you serving at church, helping us mm -hmm. out in different ways. But one of your passions is music. And we have been uh, blessed by, by you in many times just leading songs and worship. Why music is, is such an important uh, thing for you? Oh, I think uh, just growing up, it was uh, something that my parents also loved to do with us, okay. was to sing with us. and. Uh, So uh, we lived a little bit further away from church. So uh -huh. on the way to church and back, we were always singing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my the first hymn I remember learning was from my dad. And I remember my mom teaching us a little song in German. Uh -huh. And it was uh, something we all always loved to do. And my sisters as well, always singing. Oh, and do you have any favorite hymn or, or song? Um, I think I have so many favorites. <laughs> um, Tell us a couple. When it comes to, to hymns, uh, one of my all-time favorites is Great is Thy Faithfulness. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Classic. And, uh, and uh, a worship song or other Christian song would be uh, The Blessing oh. or Blessings by Laura Story. That uh -huh. is, I, I call it my song. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that uh, uh, through music you get closer to God? Oh, absolutely. It uh, And I think it has uh, gotten more so with time after you go through difficult things. Like, for instance, Great Is Thy Faithfulness, that song. I mean, I grew up singing that hymn all the time. Uh -huh. And it uh, and I liked the melody, but yeah. it was only after uh, experiencing really how faithful God is that... Uh, It just seemed like I was singing it for the first time. And uh -huh. It was so beautiful, and I, I fell in love all over again. Nice.
while we are going to transition again into other type of uh, questions here with you, Jackie, you want to change a little bit of the mindset here. You have talked a little bit about uh, Wilfred. So uh, you met him uh, some years ago and you <laughs> married him. I know a bit of that story. It's fascinating. <laughs> so what what can you tell us about what what did you like about about Wilfred? Yeah, Um He was kind of mysterious. He's very quiet. He's a very quiet guy. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I was only 14 <laughs> wow. when we met, met and started dating. So uh-huh. yeah. Very young. And uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, he was very mature. Okay. Yeah. Because he's 10 years older than I am. So wow. Uh, and I <laughs> I like the fact that uh-huh. he, he knew what he wanted and who he was. Right. And uh He was the kind of guy, or still is, that he's a man of his word. He's when he says something, that is that's is it. That's what it is. Okay. And uh, you know, I knowing that I could trust him in that, like with the small things, the big things, he's right. a man of his word. And uh, when he promises something, I can take that to the bank. Yeah, and uh, that has always been. And he's just very responsible, and. Uh, has a goofy sense of humor too, which is, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I guess it's funnier when you don't expect it because he seems right. so quiet and and then when something comes through, it makes it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been married? We have been married now 21 years. Wow. <laughs> 22? Well, I, I, I don't know. Years. I don't have your <laughs> 22. marriage certificate in front of me. <laughs> yeah, September 99. Yeah. Wow. So it's 22. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Well, together you have three wonderful, smart, and creative girls. Uh, I have the privilege to, to meet the three of them and actually uh, 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 get along with, with them and have very nice conversations uh, with each of them as well uh, because part of my role still uh, is a kind of uh, youth pastor slash other things so anyway what have been some of the joys of raising these three energetic creative girls oh <laughs> they they're so good i i love <laughs> i love my girls <laughs> who doesn't them uh, yeah they are it motherhood is uh, is difficult of course sure um, They they each have their own individual things that uh-huh. uh, make them who, who they are, and right. uh, I think seeing their their personalities uh-huh. uh, develop is very interesting and fun, and uh, and such a joy to see. And then you see the little things where they're like me, and things where they're like Wilfried, uh-huh. and things where they're just all their own, and and it's uh, it's so nice to see that and. Yeah, it's uh, some, especially they were so young when Wilfrey had a stroke. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, there were some very challenging times. Uh, right. Some of the oldest is at least was very, very energetic. And uh, <laughs> and so still. that uh, made things, yes, still <laughs> is. And just made things sometimes very difficult. Uh-huh. But um, I think I have grown a lot in patience. Uh-huh towards that and i think it has in the end really brought us closer together yeah and uh i love hanging out with them 
Awesome. Do they get along well or? For the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, I am surprised. I think they do probably at least uh, when we hear sometimes the that it's supposed to be normal that uh-huh. there's that they hate each other or fight or uh-huh. um, they do have arguments and sure, they, of course. they do they do not always treat each other very well but for the most part they actually get along very well <laughs> nice well that's part of uh, growing up as well I mean we we yeah. all be there. <laughs> One of the things that I've noticed in in you, you come from um, a family with strong women. You are strong, and I consider you to be a strong person as well. One of the things that I'm curious in in your opinion is our culture creates some expectations about women today and place a lot of pressure on, on women. What are some of the challenges that women face in today's world? that they always feel like they have to prove themselves and Mm -hmm. which I find kind of strange that I never, I've never felt like I had to prove that I'm worthy. Uh So I feel like nowadays there's so much emphasis either on just saying how good women are, how Uh good women are and how good women are. And I feel like it has almost having an opposite effect. That instead of empowering them, a lot of times it either pits them against men Uh and or it just causes them to. Well, if somebody keeps on having to tell me that I'm so good, then, you know, why, why do they keep on saying that Uh I should you know, I feel like they're getting it from the wrong place. Interesting. Okay trying to teach my girls where they find their worth okay that it's not in what they do or what how they look or if they're popular or influential uh-huh. but you know our worth comes from Jesus and not from any of those other uh-huh. things and that we don't need to compete with anybody because right. we are women and women are women and God has made us specifically women for a purpose Uh and that purpose is beautiful Uh and that we should strive for biblical womanhood, Uh not what our culture is telling us Uh what a woman should look like. That's, that's something important. I I, I say this because I'm I'm a dad and I have two girls as well. Well, uh, you have three, but I've seen this kind of wrong messages. Um, out there, you know, um, trying to tell women how they should be, how they should look, how they should, and it creates a lot of conflicts and, how do you say, it, uh, and anxiety and, and and depression in some cases and many other issues because what that happens when you have this kind of comp- competitive mentality, you know, when you you yeah. force somehow with those wrong messages, compete women with each other, and that's that's not the way. So uh, yeah, I, I, and I I also feel like they they make you compete with men, and uh, uh-huh. that that was never we're not supposed to compete with men. I mean, I've never uh, like how we instill worth in our daughters. Like I was saying before with my dad, uh-huh. he asked me my opinion on things. Right. He he talked. He was interested in my thoughts. Uh-huh. That showed me already that I had valuable thoughts. Uh-huh. So. I didn't need anybody to tell me right. that he already showed me that. Uh-huh. And 
I just feel like uh, so often it it causes this, like we talk often about toxic masculinity, but nowadays I see so much toxic femininity uh-huh. where it's not good enough to just be a good woman or a, to be a woman. We have to be better than a man, but we were not uh-huh. called to be better uh-huh. than a man. And uh, I've always tried to show my girls that there's a balance to be had. Uh-huh. That that you need to respect these young men when they're in school with them, that they're not just annoying little boys, that they are just as much <laughs> worth as a girl as well. True. Yeah. But that uh, we both have different things and we're yeah. different for a reason. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, we both have gifts. Perhaps we need to remember that we were meant for collaboration and not for competition yes oh this is a it could be a, a long a long discussion but i appreciate your oh, thoughts yeah. <laughs> and, and thank you for for sharing them you were saying well you you're happy with your uh, amazing girls and, and and your husband so what goofy or funny thing does anyone in your family that makes you laugh <laughs> oh we have a lot of good laughs oh i love our inside jokes we have uh-huh. especially the girls and i have a lot of inside jokes okay. we have our favorite movies that uh, we probably could recite that we know them by the memory and, i know uh, I, i know how it feels <laughs> on the opposite uh, side of the spectrum though <laughs> yeah. i feel like a lot of times if people would listen into our conversations uh-huh. they would have no idea what we're talking about and and uh yeah we can <laughs> it can be very weird and uh-huh. wonderful. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have any hobbies? What do you do in your spare time? Well, I have started with uh, like growing plants inside. I just started this this year. Uh-huh. And uh, I've never been one to like plants before, but I wanted to try to plant a certain flower. And okay. now it ended up being more like 12 different kinds. Oh. <laughs> and now I have like a, my sister calls it a grow up. Okay. <laughs> and I have, yeah, a lot of plants and, and I really enjoy it actually. And and uh, studying about the different kinds of flowers and how they grow best and Wow, yeah, that, I, that is I like something. That and, and I do, I like art and music and and oh, a lot of different things. <laughs> do you, what kind of art? Uh, do, do you do still some art? What I started doing was just uh, like making, like on wood, making signs. So uh, like uh, writing something on there, painting something oh, on nice. there. And just little things, not not anything too sure. big. <laughs> No, well, that's fantastic. Um, do you like to read? I don't have a Not lot of much. time to okay. read, but uh, I do. Besides my Bible reading, I try to at least like do one other book. Uh-huh. Because I know that your daughters they love to read. Oh. They are crazy about yes. it, like like mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You were at the beginning of our conversation. There was something that still uh, resonated with me. You say that one of your best friends is. Uh, your sister or sisters, I, I don't know why they are so important for you. Uh, well, I would say both of my sisters are very my friends. I would call uh-huh. them friends, not just sisters. Uh-huh. But uh, the one that is just a little bit older than me, ah, she we, okay. we shared a room all growing up. And so many late night discussions <laughs> and, and just crying on her shoulder. And when right. I was small, just... Uh, 
if I was scared at night, I knew that she was right there and I would just uh-huh. go in and she let me come sleep in her bed, gave oh, me her nice. teddy bear. And so she was always, she's always been my confidant and uh-huh. my best friend. What's her name? So if you, Christina. If you, I, I'm just asking uh, not to be nosy, uh, uh, yeah. but I think there is value in uh, when, when you want to recognize or honor someone, you know? Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know yes. that some people feel a little bit uneasy with those kind of things, um, but but I think there is worth on it uh, and there is value mm-hmm. on it. So thank thank you. What would you say is one of thing that you wish people knew or, or understood about you, but you do not think that they do actually? Um, sometimes I can be very passionate about things uh-huh. and. Uh, Um, I know that I can come across, I guess, sometimes as uh, thinking I know better or, uh, yeah, I guess I have to watch myself sometimes that I don't get too excited about things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes people misunderstand that and right. think maybe I'm upset, but it, it's oh, not that. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, but it's just, I guess... I'm a very emotional person and passionate. And so I have to learn to rein that in a bit. And also that goes into my worship. And I uh-huh. sometimes have to then also understand that not everybody worships the same way as I do. <laughs> you may have a little bit of Latino in, in your heart. Maybe a doses. Who knows? I, guess. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I, although my dad is very passionate as well. Okay. So maybe that's, maybe that's where I get it Oh, from. okay. Okay. Makes sense. This is perhaps another kind of miscellaneous questions for you but uh is there any feature of your personality of your life or life perhaps that you would like to change oh well it'll probably be that the that i cry so much and so emotional <laughs> always always i just uh i've always seen it as a curse i've always been ashamed oh. of it but uh because I, I i can't see anybody cry or even uh-huh. tear up and then uh-huh. I start crying and I like even if I don't know what's going on it's just you cry I have solidarity. A heart for, yeah I, I have a heart for people so when somebody's going through something difficult uh-huh. it, it's hard for me to to see that and and uh yeah I just especially growing up it was very difficult to I, I it made me try to distance myself from oh I see from people uh-huh. or Because I was so afraid that I would start crying. And then, uh-huh. so it did cause, it does tend to sometimes uh, put a bit of a barrier then because, and I guess I, I now growing up, uh, being older, I, you start to get to a point where you're not as concerned about what people think anymore. Right. Right. And then I, I realized I would rather be more available, like, and be in the moment, be uh-huh. there for someone, or even just experience the worship mm-hmm. as it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it means that I'm standing there crying in church, <laughs> which everybody in our church has probably seen, then that's what it is. I'd uh-huh. rather be all there than right. to put up a barrier. But it is, it's still, <laughs> it's still hard sometimes because I, I don't want to always be the one crying. Let's say that somehow Jackie has the chance to speak to God and be face to face with God. And, and and you can ask one thing for God to change in the world. What would you ask? I think that is very <laughs> tough. I don't know if I could boil it down to just one, but one thing that's always so important to me is just the, the unity of the church. Uh-huh. I feel like 
I wish we could just all have the unity and work towards Uh what we're Uh supposed to work towards instead of so often just, I guess, we we all get hung up on things that maybe aren't the main point. Uh And and, uh, I wish we could just all work together to build God's kingdom Uh as he asks us to. Uh Um, Otherwise, if it just pertaining to like the world, I would say the suffering of children. Uh That is always a hard one on me. Yeah. (laughs) Jackie, I just want to say uh, thank you. Thank you so much for um, giving us the chance to get to know you a little bit better. And thank you for sharing, you know, on, on record, your <laughs> your struggles, your difficult times, and also uh, your victories and, and, the, and, and the times when you, you, you have felt that you have reached uh, the summit of the mountain. So thank thank you for 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 giving us access to a window of your soul as well. We appreciate that. This is uh, a way for us to connect uh, to one another. Still, many things have been canceled throughout this pandemic, but we have the chance to find ways to connect to each other as as a congregation. And I think this is a great time uh, just to get into know each other and, and listen. You know, carefully to what uh, our guests are sharing with us, and hopefully that will create a little bit of a sense of community in in our congregation. So, thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, my friends, uh, this was another uh, episode of uh, yours, mine, and ours: stories of faith and life. We hope that you find uh, good and great things to take away from this conversation. If you would like to suggest um, future questions for our future guests, please uh, do so. Send us an email to Jose Luis at springfieldheights.ca. Jose is J-O-S-E because I am Latino, so <laughs> that's why my, <laughs> my pronunciation is a bit stronger. Uh, but send us an email. If you want to be in touch with us, if you just want to give us your constructive feedback, we want to hear from you. So again, thank you so much for joining us and have a good day, everyone. Thank you, God, for calling me. Thank you, God, for calling me into your community. Thank you, God, for calling me. Thank you, God, for calling me into your community.